Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Katie Barnhart about her wedding at Seabreeze Point with a reception at Marvin Gardens at Boardwalk Conference Center. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose those locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Katie. Hi there. Great to be here. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. My husband and I actually met online. And so I grew up in the Midwest in Indianapolis and he grew up 1,800 miles away in Boise, Idaho. And so we knew from the get-go when we had our wedding, it was going to be destination. And we looked at cruise lines. We looked at one, you know, going to Indy or going to Boise. And it ended up that we both loved Disney. We both looked at the Disney cruise line. And at some point, you started doing the numbers. And it's like, well, we want to have more people. So why not a Disney wedding? And so the six-year-old in me was perfectly happy with that. And so that's kind of how we decided that, you know, if we have to go somewhere to meet in the middle, this is where we should go. Got it. So how did your friends and family react when they found out that's where the wedding was going to be? So my parents, 100% were like, that's not a surprise. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, Yeah, I, I grew up loving Disney. It's something that, you know, my whole family knows that I love. A lot of people on my side of the family were happy about it because it meant they could drive down and wasn't too difficult. I will say with Devin's side, we did have significantly less attendance because he's 1800 miles away and Florida is even further than Indy. So that was a little bit of a struggle for them, but ended up doing like a live stream and it ended up really well. Oh, that's great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited around 75, maybe 80 guests and additional plus ones. Uh, We ended up having about, I would say about 45 actually attend the wedding. Uh, Majority of them flew in or drove in. Okay. Did you set up a room block for your guests? Yes, we did. We set it up at, I believe it was Pop Century, and then we had, I think, two rooms at the boardwalk as well. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? 
I wanted a morning wedding that much I knew. And, and that also inspired why we chose the ballroom we did. I love that natural daylight. That's why we chose the super early morning wedding. In terms of the the day we did it, we wanted to do it on a three-day weekend when people could travel. And so we did it over what was President's Day weekend in February of 2020. So that's what kind of inspired the day. Time was morning wedding. And then the location really honestly was inspired also by the fact that I love those daytime weddings and the bright sunshine photography and so that's kind of what led us to where we we sat with the venue interesting so how did you choose seabreeze point specifically and marvin gardens as a ballroom for your event so seabreeze point even before we officially knew we were doing disney is something that i liked because it was outside it was beautiful you had views from you know all the way around and I wanted an outdoor venue, and so that really appealed to me. I also loved the way that in most of the photos you'll find of Seabreeze Point, the way that people decorate it. It may seem like a silly thing, but I didn't care for the tables at the wedding pavilion, mm. and I didn't like the way people presented it. So at Seabreeze Point, it gave me more of a blank canvas. So that's why I leaned towards that venue. In terms of Marvin Gardens, we wanted to have the reception at one of the conference rooms at the boardwalk since our guests could just walk to it. The reason we chose Marvin Gardens though is because it is one of only two rooms that has full facing windows and I wanted as much sunlight as I could get. So it was really, really beautiful photos in our reception that offered quite a bit of natural light. That's wonderful. Did you use any outside vendors for your event? So yes, we used Trinity for our videography. Can't say this enough. If you're debating whether or not to get a videographer, do it. I had a lot go wrong on my wedding day and I was feeling very anxious and guilty about it. And Trinity's wedding video made me see my wedding through a different set of eyes. And I don't think I would love my wedding as much as I do without that video. So 100% recommend them. And then I had Catherine Mundy. Catherine was my officiant for my wedding. And then David and Vicki did our photography, and they are fantastic as well. That's great. I would love to know how you chose Kat and Mundy as your officiant. The big thing that stood out for me, I mean, obviously she has a British accent, so who doesn't love that? But <laughs> just her personality, from the first time we spoke, I felt you know, she wanted to make magic and fairy tales. And so much of that plays into what she does in her actual speaking at the ceremony. I mean, she brought in pieces from my favorite Disney movies and, you know, how he's my prince and I'm his princess. And that was really magical for me. And through the whole process, she was very just upbeat and she kept it all together. So I, I really, that's why I went with her. There was that instant connection that she knows I want magic and she brought, brought that to the table. That's wonderful. Did you add any entertainment to the reception? In terms of entertainment, we did have a DJ and we also, during our ceremony, we had the violinist, which I also highly recommend because while Devin and I were scarfing down food, trying to <laughs> recover after the ceremony this violinist played it like the pre-reception for all of the guests and I 
still get compliments about that guy and how amazing he was and he could play any song you wanted and if you didn't know it you just played it on your phone and he'd imitate it but those were by far that was the best um, investment in terms of entertainment that we made in terms of characters or anything like that originally we chose to opt out of characters originally because of pricing and cost there were some hiccups in our wedding day that were kind of severe and so during when Devin and I were eating they came forward and said we're going to bring Mickey and Minnie to the reception at the end so it was something that had been on my wish list but I had to say I can't afford it and then after this mix-up they came to me and said we're going to bring them to your wedding and so very end my dad about had a heart attack because my dad paid for it so he he was freaking out because he's like (laughs) we talked about this you cannot you can't we can't afford it and so I said it wasn't me it wasn't me I mean I knew and Devin knew but nobody else knew and so it was very magical and terrifying for my dad but magical to experience that at the end of the, the reception everybody dancing and coming together and that was really special that's wonderful Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? So cake flavors, I 100% recommend the, I think it's like Oreos, cookies and cream, or maybe that's the icing and it was like with a chocolate cake. When we went to our actual planning session and our tasting, not just the cake tasting, but our food tasting, it was my birthday. And so the chef brought out these cupcakes that are quite literally the same filling and flavor as the chocolate with the Oreos, cookies, and cream. And they were to die for. And so that was the top layer of our cake. I highly recommend that. And then in terms of just general food and savory food, they did a surprisingly amazing lamb stew, which I'd never had lamb before, but it was a really wonderful And then actually for my husband, he's a huge fan of bacon. And we had a brunch thing because we were in the morning. And so we had that mid-afternoon reception. And Disney actually did a special cedar plank baked bacon for my husband um, because he's such a huge fan of bacon. So obviously, if you have one of those, you know, slight things that you love, they, they might work with you. And then the only other thing, they make these little appetizer bruschetta things. And my husband and I, when we tried them at the tasting, knew that we wanted our own plate. So literally in our BEO, it basically says that they have to bring a plate of them to our our sweetheart table. (laughs) That's great. Now, did you add a dessert party or a welcome party to your event? So we did not. We opted out. We were there so quickly there and back to our home and we opted out of that. Got it. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Well, chaos. Um, (laughs) The the day started out very early. My makeup artist was Stacy from Fairy Tale Makeup. And so very, very early we got up and we're doing makeup and hair. We had I believe it was Vicky and David who showed up first and they did shots and took pictures that I hadn't even, things I didn't pick up. Same with Trinity. They came, took videos of the little precious moment things, you know, the crown and the rings and all that. And then we basically 
gathered all together and went out to, we were at Old Key West. So we went out and they had our vans and they got us in the van. And we basically, once we got there, I got separated from my bridesmaids for some reason, but I ended up going down this uh, elevator at the back for the first look. That was very well choreographed. Planner had me in one place. Dave and Vicky were in another. It was just well set up. And I had first look with my husband. And then after my dad had actually run back to the room because one of my bridesmaids left her bouquet at the room. But after he got back, I went back into the room I was in and we did the first look with my dad as well. And then as the you know, between that point and the actual reception, we spent most of that half hour-ish just taking photos around the boardwalk. And so that was wonderful. And after that, we started making our way. Well, the boys made their way over to to Seabreeze Point before us. But then uh, ladies and I followed, and they basically had them go in and they had me follow the the fiasco that happened with my day. I was way too complicated with my music choices when I walked down the aisle. I had specifically wanted the violinist to play How Does a Moment Last Forever? But then I wanted them to play audio, not the Celine Dion version, but a different version of How Does a Moment Last Forever that's violin and piano with voice. And they couldn't figure it out. Um, Violinist played the wrong song. They couldn't. I stood there for, and he kept trying to play the wedding march. And I was looking at my dad, who's, you know, on my arm. And I said, I'm not walking down the aisle to that. (laughs) It's not what I wanted. So eventually they figured it out, but they played the Celine Dion version, which I specifically told them not to do. So Mm. that was the only real big hiccup in my day was that song fiasco audio issue once we got past that though I mean the the ceremony was beautiful once the ceremony was over they had us walk out I had us walk out to it's a great big beautiful tomorrow which if you're a fan of carousel progress that's from that so we walked out and looped back around took more photos with David and Vicky and video with Trinity and just made our way very slowly down to the conference center. Uh, when we got there, we basically walked in the doors and they pushed us down the hall to where our food was. <laughs> and so, because everybody else was enjoying the fabulous, the fabulous violinist, as I said, um, who again, highly recommend and that is kind of where Disney's, the, the guy who was in charge of audio and then my planner both came in and professedly, like they were apologizing quite a bit. And that's when she said, well, how about we give you Mickey and Minnie? This is what we want to do for you. Hmm. And so nobody's going to say no to that. Um, <laughs> so I was like, sure, okay. And so... Then we kind of sat there and waited and they then took Devin and I and had us look at the room before anybody else got to go inside the uh, 
ballroom, they let us go in, take a look, make sure everything looked right. A um, few little fixes from me because I'm a perfectionist. But after that, I mean, they put us basically in a hallway. All the guests entered the, the ballroom and they brought us in and we right into first dance. Was not expecting that, but we went right into it. And from then it was basically just having a wonderful time. We had our meal. Devin and I were served first. And then from there, it was just the rest of the party. And we had cake cutting near the end. So it, it just went relatively well. And then at the very, very end, we had, they started making a, I think it, he played the Mickey Mouse song. I don't remember. Um, and Mickey and Minnie came in and everybody's freaking out. And we all basically, you know, this is pre-COVID time, so we're all gathering, holding hands, hugging, dancing around the dance floor, and uh, just, you know, swinging in circles with Mickey and Minnie. And it was just, that was just such a magical way to end that day, was seeing them. So that was that was kind of where our day tapered off. We tried to go get more photos with David and Vicky, but... Having been up since three o'clock in the morning after about a half hour, I was like, no more. <laughs> I'm ready to go back to the room. But um, it was it was pretty magical. That's wonderful. Now, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? So I'm, I'm very detail oriented and I I basically focused my budget on floral and decor I didn't really do as much with entertainment. Like I said, we kind of opted out of Mickey and Minnie, didn't do the carriage, very precise on that. And then just in general, I brought like a book literally to my planning session, a little book. I'd taken photos of things I wanted, but a lot of our time was spent focusing on ribbons and flowers and what I wanted in those really fine details. I see. Okay. And then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Definitely carriage. We didn't do, we were going to do a runner, but that ended up just not being what we wanted. Mickey and Minnie, but obviously that worked out differently. I'm trying to think of what else we kind of decided not to do. Invitations. I'm actually a graphic designer. And so I looked at invitations for the longest time trying to find something I liked. I hated everything. So because I'm a perfectionist and I do graphic design. So I ended up making invitate or designing our invitations and they were trifolds that looked like park maps. And so the front of them, it looked like, you know, if you were looking at an Epcot map or a Magic Kingdom map and it said Mr. and Mrs. Barnhart or something like that. And it even had like the little English at the top, everything. And it opened up, it had a background that looked like the Magic Kingdom, but then it had all of our information about room blocks and dates and times and, and et cetera. So that ended up being relatively cheap because I designed it, but then we have a, my dad owns his own business, so he has a printmaker he goes to. Okay. So that saves some money there. In terms of gowns, I mean, my bridesmaids, I basically said, I gave them a swatch or a color, which is blush. I love our whole wedding was themed around Valentine's Day. It was two days after Valentine's Day. I love that is my favorite holiday, as silly as that seems. 
So my bridesmaids all had a swatch, a pink swatch that I gave them. And I said, you can pick whatever dress you want. It just has to look close to this. They all ended up buying from the same place, which I think was like JJ's house or something. And my maid of honor had a hard time finding a pink dress. So I let her wear red (laughs) because it was Valentine's Day. So (laughs) they, they bought their own dresses. That wasn't something I was necessarily involved in. A lot of the... I think that the big thing about my wedding is I spent a lot on the details and I think about what did I save money on? And it's hard because I I did and I didn't like there were things I wanted to do, but couldn't there these giant vases they have that they put flowers on top of. And I wanted that at every table, but I couldn't do that because that was very out of budget. So we found different ways. We ended up doing candles on that were sitting on top of glass jars with candy hearts hmm. in them. So even outside of Disney, I feel like we, I went overboard. <laughs> <laughs> so then out of all of that, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I think honestly, it was being with Mickey and Minnie and my family at the end. I mean, the, Especially looking at it now, I mean, that was four weeks basically before the entire country shut down, four to five weeks. And so I think about, I look back on it and I, we don't get to do that as much. So I I definitely, that's a cherished memory. And then another very cherished memory, uh, my flower girl and her mother basically dropped out the, the like day before we were supposed to leave. And so I had my grandmother and her husband, um, they were my flower, my flower people. And so that is also very fond. And my, my grandfather, who is, uh, he's not my grandfather, but he married my grandmother after my pop passed away. But, um, he threw a bunch of petals at Devin and that was hilarious. We got that on video. Um, but it was just, that's just something small and and little. That's just a good memory. But in general, it's the time we shared so close together. That's wonderful. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be? Probably my cake. I was a little worried about it. It was bright pink. I thought it was going to be one way and I freaked out about it. And then it ended up being like a huge thing. We, we loved it. Um, the cake was delicious. So at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Obviously there were like a little, lots of little problems, but prior to the wedding, I don't think I had any massive concerns other than a little bit of a lack of communication from my planner, which was a little concerning. The only thing I'd recommend with that is so after, after everything blew over, I was still really upset about the whole song thing because that's not a moment you can replace. So I reached out to Disney and they came back and said, well, you should have told us you wanted a different planner. So if I had to redo it, I would say, if you feel like something's off and you don't, you're not happy with your planner, ask Disney for a new one because there are little things that will get looked over and I'm detail oriented. So I notice lots of little things throughout my day, which just ties back into why I'm so glad that Trinity was there because they helped me see a vision of my wedding that I couldn't see for months afterwards because of 
the song and the cake and, you know, the things that weren't right. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? If you're going to be at at Disney for a short amount of time, don't go to the parks. (laughs) Don't try to (laughs) shove it all in in one weekend because we did and... Uh, my husband and I have never argued as much as we did. Um, just we were so our wedding. It was our wedding, but we just it was so chaotic. You know, we planned this whole thing in the morning at the Magic Kingdom, and then we were going to be at the boardwalk by the time the rehearsal was supposed to start, and all this, and it just ended up being a huge mess. And I think it added to my level of stress. I feel mm. like things would have gone smoother and I would have felt less overwhelmed had I not been trying to people please and take people to parks and etc. I think it, that's my best piece of advice. It's your weekend. Just focus on the wedding. And if you're there for a week and or two, then you can focus on the parks when it's over or before you actually have the wedding. But that's my my best advice there. And then my only other piece of advice is that if you're going to have a rehearsed dance, like a, a choreographed dance, practice it lots. <laughs> yeah. Well, Katie, I think you've offered lots of great advice for anyone who's interested in having a wedding or a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Uh, it is my pleasure. I had a, a lot of fun talking about it. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>